everyone, Catherine Jarris here, pronouns are they, them, and theirs. I am a professional psychic and I'm also a professional brow artist. And this channel, Psychic Brows, is where I combine them both. I want to thank everyone who's been joining us this week for the series Being a Psychic and a Non-Psychic Job. And for those who tuned in yesterday to the topic of Am I Always Reading You? I appreciate you coming in and being part of it. And as always, if anyone has any follow-up questions or insight, feel free to comment and make sure to give it a like and subscribe. So today's topic we're going to be going right into is all about taking stuff home with you, energetic hitchhikers. the topic well I have to tell you so many people who work in industries that have to do with other people <laughs> they are often trying to figure out or find out balance in their lives of how not to take on other people's energy and quite honestly sometimes I think this gets a bad rap from people because a lot of times people immediately I find go to that whole belief system of bad energy and the fact of it is is I mean truthfully it's just beneficial or not beneficial energy I don't like to use those terms because sometimes I've heard people say like I don't like that person they have bad energy well I mean subjectively maybe for you but that doesn't quantify an overall blanket definition of that person or their energy in my opinion so I like to keep to terms harmful not harmful beneficial not beneficial not good and bad because that's like putting in categories of light and dark light is good dark is bad and that's actually not true it's always about a balance and sourcing from where you need to for what is needed in the moment so in regards to working with people on a daily basis, being immersed with them in a lot of times service industry jobs, uh, like I'm in the beauty industry, but not just that, like literally anyone who works with other people is going to be, or <laughs> interacts with other people socially in any way, is gonna be in other people's energy fields. You share energy field space. And what do you do about that? Because remember what I was talking about before, like when you, have two light bulbs. If you remember tuned into this uh, episode when I talked about the working with like healing energy or your muses, you have two light bulbs and you have energy and light coming from both light bulbs. You can't really find a spot <laughs> in between them where one is separate from the other one, right? So they get fully immersed into each other. Well, I mean, that's what happens when we're around other people, right? So obviously that's why you'd want to put up things like your protection shields and try and keep things um, out of your field that you don't need inundating your life with right so let's go to that and let's talk about it for a minute so that question how do i not take on other people's energy well put your shields up that's first and foremost also realize you have control not to. You're not, and this will get repeated a lot, you are not 
a vulnerable, powerless being that just has to take what comes at you. So it doesn't matter if you have to encounter and be in space with maybe some people and their energy and what they bring with them that is less than desirable that you want to be with. Oh, well, I mean, it just because you have to be in a space with them doesn't mean you have to take it on. And it doesn't mean that they have to control the space or their energy has to control the space. So that really is about connecting to that shield source and putting up your protective shields and knowing that you can still give out your energy that you want to give out, but you don't have to take on any, any that you don't want to take on. I find that when people are getting used to doing that, myself right in this box with everyone else, it's not a pedestal different, that sometimes it just takes like anything, getting practice doing it so you automatically do it, that your shields automatically go up for you, but while you're getting used to it, having to consciously do that and not consciously reinforce them. It's, you know, you have locks on your doors, right? But over the years, sometimes your locks have to be replaced, right? Or you have alarm systems on your buildings or businesses or whatnot. And sometimes your codes have to be updated. Ooh, I like that one. Sometimes your codes have to be updated, right? For different types of security levels. So just saying, all right, I put my shields up for the day, which honestly is what I used to do. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm leaving the house, got my shields up, and then do do do, I go on about my day. And they would only last for so long because at the level I was at or what I put into it was all, it could only sustain for a certain amount of time before, guess what? They'd start to crumble and fall a little bit. And then little things would sneak in and I didn't know it. And then the other things that, I find affected as well is, am I tired? Am I not feeling well? Am I stressed out? Is my head tunnel visioned on other things due to stress? And all of those things, I think equate it to this. Anything that would run your immune system down, you can pretty much guarantee if you're not focusing on your shields and reinforcing them is gonna run your shields down too. And so it's really just about getting into that practice. Like even if you have to put an alarm on your phone, a little vibrate, doesn't have to go off in the middle of activities, but you can feel it vibrate, put your phone on for every, however many hours you think. Maybe it's two to start out with. Maybe it's four hours. I don't know, whatever works for you. But when that alarm goes off, you feel it vibrate, take a moment and just visualize your shields and reinforce them and assess your surroundings. That will really help you to get into the habit of it and to really build up that strength of it, just like building up any other habit or muscle or strength to the point where when your shields need to, they will fly up automatically for you. And so that would be to me the biggest way that you just don't take on other people's energy. But also to mindfully remember, you do not have to. <laughs> just because somebody's in your space doesn't mean you have to absorb them or take it on, okay? Sometimes it's harder than others. If 
you, you're feeling run down or you don't even realize how much power and control you do actually have in it. But if you keep that in mind, you really can keep a pretty strong handle on it and not take these hitchhikers home with you. Cause I kid you not, oh, sometimes I get home <laughs> and, and it's always been, if it's been a rough day for me, if I was really run ragged or I wasn't feeling the best or hundred percent or it was just stressful or challenging for some reason. And I let my shields down and I could, something gets on. And it's when you don't feel like yourself, you know it. I know it when it's happening and sometimes I still have a hard time getting it off. I get home and Mel will just be like, heavy sigh. And he looks at me, he's like, what did you bring home with you? Ugh. And I'm like, I don't know. And I'm at least at a point now that when I do bring a, bring a little friend and that's in quotation marks, bring a little friend home with me. I'm at least at a point now where I am aware of it. I feel that it's not me and I don't let it overtake me in my behavior and suddenly go down a path of that isn't ideal or how I would act. And I can at least say now, I don't know. This is, you know, you can hear my voice because that's what happens when they're in. I mean, I don't know. I don't feel like me. Yes, I'm super irritated. And can you help me detach? Right. And we can get in front of it. So it's, as always, work in progress. Right. But the thing is, is, yeah, you don't want things to drain you down and you don't have to take things on. And it's so important to realize how much control you have in it. And sometimes, yeah, ask for help. <laughs> if you have someone in your life that can help you with that. Love does conquer a lot, people. It's one of the strongest things out there. And to have two people who care about each other, no matter what their relationship, putting some love at that and some detachment on that can really, really assist you and help you. Another thing you can do that no matter how well versed you are at putting your shields up and putting those boundaries and those protections around you, at times our shields wear down just like anything else, right? We get them stronger over time too, but at some point the brakes got to be replaced in your vehicle sometimes, right? That's just, that's just how it is. But depending on how much you can get a communication with your guides in your life, they can help alarm, notify you like, hey, get those shields up. This is important. And I'll tell you the code that my guides have with me. <laughs> they do this and I'm laughing because they get so frustrated with me. They do this because the way they figured out to get my attention where I won't ignore them when it's important in emergency, I need to get those shields up is they literally mess up every single electronic piece of equipment around me. So I cannot ignore it. So for example, if I am at work and I am trying to do my job and I have uh, you know, electronic music that plays for me, right? That I control. And if I need to get my shields up for whatever reason, just for, and it doesn't mean there's anything bad around me in my immediate space either, by the way. That's not what that means. That just means like, oh, somebody entered. <laughs> no, that it's just, it could be going on in the universe uh, energetically, something that I need to have a little protection from. But what my guides do is they shut off something electronically that I'm doing, whether I'm at home or at work, but that I'm using and need in the moment to complete whatever I'm doing because I cannot move forward without that piece of electron, that electronic piece working correctly for me, right? And sometimes it takes like 
three pieces of electronics to break before I'm like, oh my gosh, put up my shield, <laughs> right? And I'm getting better at it, I get better at it, but that's our little code with each other. So maybe my uh, music stops working and I can't get it to work and there's no reason it's not working. And I'm like, oh, whatever, fine, I'll just, use it off my phone then. And then my phone won't work all of a sudden. And I'll be like, oh, whatever. I just won't use music for this, you know, brow wax appointment. It's not a big deal, it's brows. And then they'll like knock my warmer out where it doesn't suddenly turn on. And so, you know, sometimes you need a brick on the head, but thank goodness I always eventually notice it before the entire power of the place goes out or something. But they do the same thing to me at home. Typically at home, I'll tell you though, it's I'm working on the computer, I'm doing something, and yeah, it's just for no rhyme or reason, things that should not be happening happen. And if I try to ignore it, then it'll go on to something else or some random electronic timer were start going off that wasn't set to go off. And that's when I'm like, oh my gosh, shield, shield, <laughs> right? And um, you know, another one that's great indicators for us too, is if you really pay attention to your pets. Because as we went over in the last pet series week, they are more connected than most humans are to their energetic body with their physical body. So, so many things that we miss or don't quite grasp or know or understand, they live with it as part of their life and they don't know any different. So a lot of times your pets will be quite aware of things around you and if you need to put your shields up. And you've heard people say that, if my dog didn't like them, I wasn't dating them. And you know what? I think that's a pretty darn good piece of advice. Once I had someone show up for a date and they came, I opened the door. It was not my Mel, by the way. This was a long time before Mel. They came to the door and my um, dog, little Pomeranian, walked up, looked at him, lifted his leg, peed on his foot, and then just walked away. And I was like, yep, should have listened to the dog. And it was true. So, anywho. Um, so some good ways there, you know, if you put up your own shields, practice putting up your own shields, reinforce them, give yourself an alarm if you need to, to keep doing it. That will get you in a better habit of it. Cause the biggest thing to remember all that is you do not have to take other people's stuff. You're not powerless or helpless here. You have control over that. So put that shield up. And if you need a little help for when they fall down on you, if you can figure out some type of code with your guides, or if nothing else, pay attention to your little animal companions because they are super in tune. You'll find that you start really keeping that stuff out and you don't have to take it on. And also remember, it doesn't mean you don't give out at the same time, okay? You can filter, you can block and filter what you want coming in just as you can block and filter what you want going out. So it doesn't hinder you either. I hope everyone enjoyed this conversation today. I certainly do. If you have any questions or comments, please be sure to let me know. Like the video, subscribe. I don't want you to miss any episodes. I'm having a blast. I hope you're having a blast. And I look forward to seeing you. Well, okay, not seeing. Well, I can say seeing. I'm a psychic. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow where we're going to talk all about shutting it on and off and go a little bit more off of that and what that means in your life with balancing the energy around you. Take care. I look forward to it. Bye-bye. 
Hey, thanks for joining. If you like more psychic or bra related content, remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell and then you won't miss any episodes.